You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our AIB Market Update on Tuesday the 28th of June. I'm Paul Ward from our Customer Treasury Unit and I'm joined this week by AIB's Senior Economist John Faddy to discuss recent developments on the financial markets. We'll give particular focus to what's happening in global interest rates and we'll also look at the recent volatility in the FX markets. John, it's two weeks since our last update and a lot has happened, especially on the interest rate perspective. You might give us your thoughts, please. Yeah, so we've had a, a fair amount of volatility uh, persisting uh, on on markets. And as you say, it's two weeks since we last taught, uh, talked uh, around the developments. Uh, but if we look at what happened last week, interestingly, uh, there was a bit of a shift uh, inward or softening uh, in rate hike expectations in markets. So if you think over the last while in our various podcasts, we've been talking about how markets have been getting more aggressive in terms yeah. of their pricing and indeed central banks themselves have been becoming more aggressive more recently we saw the fed uh, substantially uh, you know expand out its interest rate projections or its so-called dot plot uh, but what we saw last week was uh, markets uh, rate hike expectations start to soften somewhat so there's right. roughly about 25 to 50 base points less priced in now over the next uh, 18 months. And, uh, and why is that, John? And what drove that was uh, two things. We had the Fed Chair Jerome Powell's semi-annual testimony to Congress last week, uh, and his assessment of the economic outlook was more downbeat than it had been uh, just the week prior in terms of the Fed's own press conference. Okay. You know, he talked more around how it's going to be challenging from the Fed to uh, manage a soft landing. In other words, hike interest rates without triggering a recession in the US economy. Yeah. And at the same time then, uh, last week we had the flash purchasing manager indices, the PMIs, yeah. uh, which are released monthly. Yeah. Uh, and we got the June ones last week and the ones for the uh, US and the Eurozone economy were a, a good bit weaker than expected. Okay. And what they tell you is that global growth momentum has, uh, has, has, has lost fair bit of steam uh, over the last uh, couple of months and that was to be expected as we moved into the second half of the year so what happened then was markets started to reassess well you know this downbeat economic outlook and the fact that the data is starting to tell you that uh, there has been some loss of growth momentum markets started to reassess the outlook and then said well maybe we won't get the same extent of rate hikes as previously they had been pricing in. And that just happened over the space of four to five and, days. And how much change have we seen, John, in relation to that? So maybe give us an example. So whether it's the Fed or the ECB, I yeah. mean, how, how much change have we seen? Well, if you if you look at the Fed, the peak of rates now from the Fed is is is, is priced by markets to be around 3.5%. Okay. Uh, this, this time last week, it was close to 4%. Okay. So it's about yeah. 50 yeah, base yeah. points taken in. Okay. And really, that's next year. The, 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 there hasn't been a huge change. By the end of this year, the market's still tr- thinking 3.4. And it's really not pricing much in next year. So it sees rates peaking around 3.4, 3.5. Now, interestingly, the Fed's own projections are for 3.75 by the end right. of next year. Uh, so the market now in the last week uh, is not as aggressive as, as the Fed. And to put some numbers from an ECB yeah. viewpoint, uh, by the end of this year now, the market sees ECB rates, in other words, the deposit rate going from minus 0.5 to 1%. Now, at the start of last week, that was close to 1.25%. Yeah. So okay. there's about 150 base points of tightening priced in by the year end. It's still a fair bit. Though, yeah, it's still a fair yeah. bit versus 175 previously. Now, for next year, the market is pricing in Eurozone rates to peak. Now, this is the deposit rate to peak around one75 Previously, it was probably closer to 2.25. Wow. So yeah. there's been a bit of a move there uh, now. But, you know, markets are fairly volatile. It wouldn't take a lot again for them to shift out again 
yeah. uh, with this. But it was just a slight change in trend because over the last couple of months, the trend had been markets pricing in more and more uh, rate hikes. So and last week was a little bit of a shift inward uh, in that direction. And, and I know, John, look, an awful lot of focus we've been given on inflation and what's happening with that. Has that focus just shifted a bit more to, okay, the risk of a recession? I know they're interlinked anyway, but... Yeah, has, is like now the focus for markets more to do with, okay, what's the risk here in terms of growth? What's the risk of potential recession? Uh, and they're paring back a little bit maybe on that? or yeah, Well, as you say, it's interlinked. It's yeah. one, you don't get one without the other. And, you know, one reassessment triggers another reassessment. Okay. So, you know, the key thing is if inflation continues to surge higher, we've talked previously yeah. about the impact that has on consumer purchasing power, slower consumer spending and just the general uncertainty from it but what we are seeing i suppose is you know you're going to ha- you're going to continue to see a lot of volatility uh, on markets till uh, markets are, are are satisfied that we've seen the peak of inflation and inflation is starting to move downwards yeah we're still some way away from that at the moment in the eurozone in the uk in the us we have seen core inflation start to tick lower over the last two to three months but it still remains very elevated and it's still too early to call the peak anywhere. Yeah. So it's really inflation is still the focus, Paul, to, to kind of get back to it. But, you know, and really till the market's satisfied that they've seen the peak in inflation, in those key advanced economies, then that will bring more certainty over the extent of rate hikes. But the key thing is something we've been pointing out for the last while is that's what's priced in by markets. You may not get that. Get that. Central yeah. banks may not be able to go to that extent in terms yeah. of rate hikes because inflation could start to slow and growth should start to slow. That's the interlink between the two. And really, yeah. last week was markets taking on that uh, yeah. and peering in their rate hike expectations a little bit. But as you say, uh, still fairly you know, substantial, substantial rate hikes yeah. compared to where and, we've come from. And can I ask then, John, just in terms of the ECB, um, and I know you've given guidance on this before, um, are, we, are we still obviously expecting... Uh, a rate increase in July, then there's something for September, October, then December, if I have it right. Uh, and again, is it still 25.50, 25.50, or have you any sense as to what they might be? Yeah, well, we have specific guidance from the European Central Bank on this. So the European Central Bank, in their last policy meeting in uh, earlier June, yeah. uh, President Lagarde said 25 basis points to expect in July, okay. and she didn't rule out 50 uh, in September. Mm. So that's where we are at the moment. Okay. Now, there is a few weeks left between now and then. So, you know, because a question has often arisen when we're talking to, you know, different customers that around, could you, would you rule out 50 in July? Mm. So the central bank, the ECB has been pretty clear at saying 25, but that's not to say that they don't use some speaking engagements. Like central bankers are, are, are would be on the speaking circuit in the lead up to that meeting, mm-hmm. uh, different conferences and that. Uh, and we have seen before where they've used speaking engagements to guide the markets differently. Uh, yeah. So we pay close attention between now and then because really the ECB is behind the curve, curve yeah, uh, in, in this yeah. tightening cycle. We still wait for the first rate hike. It won't actually get announced till the 21st of July. That's the next yeah. meeting. And between now and the end of the year after the July meeting, there's only three meetings left. Uh, so to get that 150 base points that the market's expecting, you would need then uh, 50 basis points in September, potentially 50 in the next meeting in October, and then 25 uh, in December, and that will get you to that 150 that's currently priced in. Okay. But there's no guarantee you get that. No. But, but that's what's priced there at the moment. And our own house view would be, yeah, we think we see rates getting towards 1% by the end of the year. It's hard to believe we've been talking about interest rates for so long, and yet we still haven't had our increase from the ECB yet, unlike the other central banks. John, if I just, um, just flip the conversation into the currencies for the moment, and again, very interesting what's going on over the last couple of weeks. But uh, and look from a customer perspective, particular focus is always given the sterling and the dollar. 
Um, just what's the AAB view now at the moment in terms of the two currency pairs? Yeah, well, when we look generally just overall from a currency viewpoint, what we've seen is strong performance from the dollar yeah. uh, over the last year. Uh, and that's been on the back of the fact that the Fed has been more aggressive versus a lot of the other central banks, especially in our conversation there uh, compared to the ECB. Uh, and the dollar's also got a boost from, you know, markets have been fairly risk averse this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, equity markets are down in the region of 15 to 20% year to date. So the market does get sought out in terms of safe haven. Although interestingly, you know, that 104 level, which we talked yeah. about in euro dollar, that has held uh, even following the Fed announcing a 75 base points rate increase. So, you know, it has been tested briefly below it, but it, it's held in that place was, that yeah. 104 level. Uh, so we think uh, over the course of the remainder of this year that once the ECB starts to hike rates, it should offer some support uh, to the euro. And we talked previously that the, your, the respective currency tends to get the boost at the very early stages of the policy tightening rather than once it's in full swing. And, and the kind of lack of movement in the dollar, despite the Fed hiking by 75 base points, tells you that the market's pretty much priced in a lot of that hike's expected from the fed so you know once the ecb starts to hike interest rates then that may provide some support at least in the initial stages of that tightening cycle to the euro in terms of euro sterling when we look at the outlook you know the outlook is much more challenging uh, for the uk economy mm. uh, now it's fairly challenging still for the eurozone especially with the war in ukraine but yeah. you look at what's happening in the euro uk and the general forecast for it they're for much lower growth in the uk you know the bank of england's basically expecting a period of stagflation over over 2023 into 2024. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that outlook and Brexit is having an impact on the UK economy. Uh, you know, trade, uh, we're seeing clear impact from hard data uh, in terms of, you know, the UK's uh, less involved relationship with the EU uh, in terms of more difficulties around trade. So, the fact it's no longer in the single market or the customs union. So our bias would be, for euro sterling, which has traded in the last two weeks broadly in an 85 to 86 B yeah. trading range, uh, to, to see the upper end of that trading range move out. So, for example, maybe the midpoint of the trading range by year end could be close to 87 to 88 P okay. of, a, of, a, yeah. of a midpoint yeah. of a trading range. Uh, and that's on the back of the fact just the weaker outlook for the UK economy. In fact, the Bank of England might not be able to hike to the extent that markets expect. Yeah, indicated, yeah. And then the ECB finally uh, coming to the party in terms of actually uh, tightening uh, and raising interest rates. All right, John, very good. Uh, and many thanks for that update. Uh, and a big thanks to our customers, colleagues, and listeners for joining us on this week's podcast. To stay up to date with the latest market developments, please subscribe to AIB's Market Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Banks PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.